This program is sponsored by the Psalm 127 Fund. For Zion's sake, I will not keep silent. For Zion's sake, I'll not hold my peace. Welcome to For Zion's Sake. Isaiah 62.1 is taken directly out of the Hebrew Scriptures when the prophet Isaiah declared, For Zion's sake I will not keep silent, and for Jerusalem's sake I will not keep quiet, until her righteousness goes forth like brightness, and her salvation like a torch that is burning. Your hosts for the program are Shelley and June Volk, Jewish believers burdened to see Jew and Gentile become one. Believers strengthened in their faith and for their Jewish kinsmen to come to the saving knowledge of Jesus as the Messiah, the Son of God. Bless the Lord and welcome to For Zion's Sake. We thank you for joining us. We're the Volks. My name is Shelley. And my name is June. Hi, everyone. It's good to be with you as we continue a teaching that we started on Monday. And that teaching is basically around a word in Hebrew, Yasha. Yasha specifically is defined as a word that means to save, to deliver, to be open, and to be free. But what's interesting about this word, Juni, it's translated over 300 times in our Hebrew scriptures, and three of the definitions, or three of the usage of that word, I should say, in Hebrew is save or saved, salvation, and savior. And I think we commented on Monday morning that as Jews, before we knew the Lord, these words were not in our vocabulary because they're associated with Gentiles or Christians. And nobody even talked about being saved as a Jew. And yet, over 300 times we see these three words together uh, translated as saved, salvation, and savior. So we need to see that salvation did not start in the book of Matthew, Salvation was embedded over again over 300 times in the Hebrew scriptures. And that's why we can understand what Jesus said to the woman at Jacob's well when he said to her, salvation is of the Jews. And we see that and we hope the church gets hold, truly gets hold of the Hebraic roots of the faith. And when we talked about being saved, we, we commented that sometimes it referred to a natural salvation and other times it was spiritual. For example, in an, an example of natural salvation, we find in Judges 6.14 when the Lord was speaking to Gideon and he said, go in this thy might and save Israel from the hand of Midian. Have not I sent thee? This, re, this referred to a very specific situation when Gideon and the 300 went to defeat the, uh, the defeat the armies of Midian. It was specific. But yet we need to recognize that salvation is also spoken about in a spiritual way. First Chronicles 16, verse 35. Save us, O God, of our salvation and gather us together and deliver us from the nations. This has incredible implications for what's going to happen at the end of the days. We know God separated Israel from all the nations, and yet they they did not keep that. They wanted a king just like all the other nations, but God is going to purify Israel, and at the end of the days, they're going to be a blessed nation that will be a blessing to all other nations. We read from Psalm 28, verses 8 and 9. 
The Lord is a strength to them, and he is a stronghold of his salvation to his anointed. Save thy people and bless thine inheritance and tend them and carry them forever. Psalm 54, verse 1. We just want to point out something that June pointed out on Monday. Some of the verses that appear in our versions are not consistent with the versions in the Masoretic text, which is an acceptable translation of the Hebrew. So just check the verse when you read it. Psalm 28, verses 8 and 9. The Lord is a strength to them, and he is, he is a stronghold of his salvation. Here the Hebrew word is Yeshua. Again, the root is Yasha, uh, a strong, stronghold of his salvation to his anointed. Save thy people and bless thine inheritance. Tend to them and carry them forever. We go to Psalm 54, verse 1. In the Hebrew Bible, it's verse 3. O God, save me by thy name. Elohim b'shichah hoshienu. O God, save me by thy name. And I just want to throw this out as a possibility. Could it be that this verse was the inspiration for Peter who said in Acts chapter 4, verse 12, And there is no salvation in no one else, for there is no other name under heaven that has been given among men by which we must be saved. Juni, so powerful, revealing the issue of salvation and who our Savior is, is deeply uh, embedded in the Hebrew scriptures, speaking about the very name Listen to some uh, Proverbs, rather. It's Proverbs 30, verse 4. Who has ascended up into heaven and descended? Who has gathered the wind in his fists? Who has bound the waters in his garment? Who has established all the ends of the earth? What is his name? And what is his son's name, if thou knowest? And perhaps you who have come from a, a Gentile background don't realize that this is Hebrew scriptures They're talking about the name of the Son of God. Would you please consider, if you've never done it before, praying for the blindness to come off many of our people's eyes. They've been blinded to the truth. Psalm 55, verse 16. As for me, I will call upon God, and the Lord will save me. This is a cry from David. As for me. I will call upon God and the Lord will save me. Psalm 69, verse 35. In the Hebrew Bible, it's verse 36. For God will save Zion. Stop for a moment. What is Zion? Zion refers to Jerusalem and Zion refers to Israel. For God will save Zion and build the cities of Judah that they may dwell there and possess it. You know, Jerusalem has always been a disputable location. But according to the word of God, God will save Jerusalem, build the cities of of Judah that they may. Now, who is they? That Israel may dwell there and possess it. Juni, these, these, the word Yasha is so significant to understand our faith and the origins and the, and the substance of it. It's very important, Shelley. And, you know, you mentioned that our people wanted a king like other nations. And it's amazing because Malkanu, king, Israel always had, was God himself. Yes. He was 
the Almighty God and their king. And God chose David to be king. David didn't look like a king. He was a shepherd. But God chose him just like Yeshua. Jesus was chosen as as king, Malkenu, of the Jews. And Israel, to this day, does not recognize the king of the Jews. Yes. But when Jesus was born and the wise men went and followed the star, it was to follow the star to find the one who was born king Hallelujah. of the Jews. Yes. And when Jesus was put on the cross as our offering for the sin of Israel and the world on top of his head. In how many languages, Shelley? Three languages. In three languages, it said, Jesus, King of the Jews. That's right. And so I think that this Yasha is really important to see. Yasha, Yeshua, salvation, king, that we can't choose what already is true and we don't believe it or we don't accept it or we don't want it for ourselves. That puts us in a place of deception and uh, sometimes would. When you're deceived, you don't know it, do you, Shelley? Yes, that's the, so. Yeah, really. That's what deception is. And we're all vulnerable to deception. So for every listener to really realize that Yeshua, who is our salvation, is also the king that Israel did not see. Mm. And a king... Uh, is one that you bow your knee to and has authority over his region. And Jesus, when he returns, is coming back as king of kings and lord of lords. And for us to really see, we should bow our knee today and confess Yeshua is Lord. He is our King. Yes. And we should give him our heart and we should be devoted to Yeshua. Oh Lord, do it. Do it to the church. Let the church's eyes open up and see who Jesus is. Again, as you said, Juni, as he was born, he was King of the Jews. When he was crucified, he was King of the Jews. He'll always remain King of the Jews, but since Gentile believers have been grafted into the olive tree. He is coming back as King of Kings and Lord of Lords. Mighty is our God. And yes, our God is Yasha, Yeshua. Yes, because yes. it tells us in the Torah that the Lord is Hallelujah. God. Amen. All right, another verse. Psalm 106, verses 47 and 48. Save us, O Lord, our God, and gather us from among the nations that we may give thanks unto thy holy name, Yasha, Yeshua, that we may triumph in thy praise. Hoshienu 
Adonai Eloheinu. Save us, O Lord, our God. I, I want to repeat that again. And if you never heard Hebrew, maybe you could remember these words. Hoshienu Adonai Eloheinu. And think of uh, our blinded kinsmen who do not see Jesus yet. Hoshienu Adonai Eloheinu. Save us, O Lord, our God. Junie, I believe if we can get a deeper uh, revelation about this, and those listening can get hold of the significance of this word, Yasha, uh, it's going to prepare the church to be uh, a church that has an understanding of the end days and God's heart toward Israel. And to understand that the kingdom of God needs a king. Yes. And we need to recognize Yasha, Yeshua, as the king. Hallelujah. For he is king of kings and lord of lords and will always be the king yes. of the Jews. Lord, we thank you. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Your ways are past finding out. Yes, but Lord, Lord, I pray that you would uh, open the eyes, not just of our people, to know Jesus, but to open uh, the blindness that so much of the church has toward the, Ju the Hebraic roots of the faith. Christianity is not a new religion. Jesus came to fulfill what was written about him and what was written in the law, the prophets, and the writings. Glorify your name in the church and in our people, in Yeshua's holy name. Amen. Thank you for joining us this evening. If you would like to get in touch with Shelley and June, you can write to them at P.O. Box 1784, Scottsdale, Arizona 85252. That's P.O. Box 1784, Scottsdale, Arizona 85252. And you can also contact them on their website, ShelleyAndJuneVolk.com. That's ShelleyAndJuneVolk.com. Until next time, the Lord bless thee and keep thee. The Lord make his face to shine upon thee and be gracious unto thee. The Lord lift up his countenance upon thee and give thee peace. This program was sponsored by the Psalm 127 Fund.